Well, I want to discuss just for briefly, we learned in this week's parsha, last week's parsha, about the garments of the Kohen Godel and the Kohanim. Question was, what about Tefillin and what about Tzitzis? Now, uh, did the Kohanim, Godolim, did the Kohanim, did they wear the Tefillin? Did they wear the Tzitzis? Now, let's first talk about the Tefillin. Tefillin, the original way, the way it's supposed to be, Tefillin, you're supposed to wear all day, technically. Later on, we don't wear it all day because we can't properly have proper respect for the Tefillin, so we don't wear it. So, um, so we know actually that it talks about that the Koyan Godel, uh, he also, on top of just his uh, turban that he had, he also had a plate on his, uh, over his head, on his forehead. So actually it says that there was just enough space between the turban and the and the tzitz in order for him to put on the tefillin over there. But that was only the tefillin of the head. But the tefillin shel yad, uh, the Kohanim couldn't wear. At the time they were doing the service, they couldn't wear. Why? Because it says in the Pasuk that the garments that they wore need to be on their flesh. There could be no chatzitza, there could be no interruption between the garment and the flesh. If they would wear the tefillin shalyad, that would inevitably interfere between their garment and the, uh, and the tefillin. And that's also the reason that we know that the tefillin shalyad and the tefillin shalrosh are not really one mitzvah, they're separate mitzvahs. It's not like, uh, say, the lulav and the esrog. If you only have a lulav, you don't have an esrog, you can't do, you can't just take a lulav because you need all four species, it's all part of the same mitzvah. But the shayad and the shorosh are separate mitzvahs, and this is clearly from the Talmud. But what's not clear in the Talmud is about the tzitzis, that doesn't say in the, in the, clearly in the Gemara. Uh, but the question is like this, the, it's obvious that the uh, Kohanim couldn't have worn an extra garment like a pair of tzitzis like we wear, like a talus god, because the Torah says, Clearly, it's either the four or the eight garments. There's no mention of tzitzis there. That would be additional. Kohen, the Torah is precise. A Kohen is not allowed to wear more than four. Kohen Gold is not allowed to wear more than eight, or no less than four, no less than eight. So that's, a, that's, a, that's specific. So they couldn't have worn a talus because that would be an extra garment. Question becomes, do any of their garments that they wore require tzitzis? So that depends on different ways of the exact construction of the me'il, one of the garments of the Kohen Gadol, according to some views, it had four corners on it. And the question is, we don't find anywhere in the Torah that they put on tzitzes on the garments of the, of the Kohen Gadol. So, there's various different ways to try to answer it. One of the ways that people try to answer it is because you're only obligated to put tzitzes on a garment that you own. The Torah says, it has to be your garment. But if you borrow the garment, then you don't have to uh, put it on, it's not your garment. Since the purchase of all the garments of the Kohanim were made from the money that belonged to the community, so it actually didn't belong to them, it wasn't their garments, they were wearing somebody else's garments, it was the Kedusha, it was the Hegdash, it was the community garment, and that's why they couldn't make a, they didn't make a bracha. But others argue that that wouldn't really apply, and I just to add to it, like a talus in the shul. 
a talus in the shul is meant, you know, for anybody who wants to use it, it becomes their talus and they can make a brach on it. It's not saying, we're not going to say it's not theirs. It is theirs for the time of the use. So others argue, even though let it be that it was purchased for from the money of the hegdish, it was from the based this money from the bedekabais, the money that was meant for the for the begodim. But still, once it was made for the koyer and he wore that, that is that constitutes his his garment. And there's various different ways of trying to figure out. Others say because we do find that there was like bells and the uh, and, uh, and and the different things on the bottom of the meal that sort of substituted uh, for the tzitzes, which are fringes. Others argue, he says, because the garments needed to be the full length. It would be disrespectful for the tzitzes to drag on the floor, because tzitzes are not allowed to drag on the floor. Question becomes, dragging on the floor of the base Hamikdash, maybe that's not so terrible, because the floor itself, we know, has kedusha. That even the floor is responsible, so maybe tzitzes dragging on the floor over there is not the same as having tzitzes dragged elsewhere. So that may not be a problem. But I was just thinking, just the, the whole the, the debate, but really from the... The whole idea of tzitzis really is so that you remember all the mitzvahs of Hashem. Perhaps while you're in the Beis Hamikdash, you're doing the service, what is there to remember? I mean, you're actually doing the avoid in the Beis Hamikdash. And the fact that the Torah doesn't say to put on the tzitzis, that means the Torah is exempt you from the tzitzis. So maybe that would be a reason for not requiring over the tzitzis. And we do have the bells, which is also does some of, some of it. Okay.